0: Father God, thank you for providing us your message of being an overcomer in this world. Lord, as we incline our ears and our hearts to hear your word, anoint us through your spirit and words of truth, so that each and every one that hears this very message today realize and understand that faith comes from hearing. And hearing is the word of God. Lord there are those who haven't met you yet that don't know you yet may your spirit and grace reach their heart today so that they may receive the gift of salvation today is the day Lord in the name of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus name we pray amen meditation of the week comes from Psalms 97 Psalms 97. Please follow along if you have your Bible open. The Lord reigneth. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of isles be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. A fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. His lightings, his lightnings, enlighten the world. The earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. Confounded be all they that serve graven image, that boast themselves of idols, Worship him, all ye gods. Zion heard, and was glad. And the daughters of Judah rejoiced because of thy judgments, O Lord. For thou, Lord, art high above all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. Yea, that love the Lord hate evil. He preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous, and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Amen. Uh, The text for today's message comes from Ephesians chapter 2. Verses 1 through 10. This week's um, message title is Christians Power Overcoming Satan's Army. Let's go ahead and read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein time But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, he quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them amen after the jews executed their king on the cross Jesus Christ God called apostle Paul to open blessing for the gentiles to save them from sin death curse and hell when they had been the slaves of satan Apostle Paul testified of our lives when we were living as the slaves of Satan. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 through 3 said, And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Before we were saved, the flesh was alive, but spiritually dead already. But when we received the Lord Jesus Christ by faith, we were revived with the breath of life, which is the Holy Spirit, which left from Adam when he sinned. Also, to discern the life that comes from man who is unsaved and spiritually dead, he continues to live in sin without any guilt in his heart. And he does not realize whether he is following Satan, the ruler of this world. Satan oppresses the people of the world with his principalities, his powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, and the spiritual evil in high places. The real manifestations of such spiritual beings are political organizations that use power under a political system such as the FBI the IRS the CIA homeland security and NASA and so forth in the United States using the rulers of darkness of the world they try to make people subject to drug alcohol as well as sexual immorality. Not only this, they put wickedness especially into the hearts of young people. Looking back to my younger days, I don't remember this much violence among my peers when I was little in my uh, early teens or even younger. We weren't as violent as, as far as I can remember. It's probably due to a lot of the uh, violence in video games and probably in the cinemas too. And a lot of the activities that you can download and see and play with through your um, smartphones and a lot of tablets and computers. In addition, through economic system, they make people to be indulged into loving money so that they may follow the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes, keeping them from serving God to take them all to hell with Satan. This is true. Before I was saved, I was slave to the world, making money for, oh, I don't know, unknown reason. Probably, I I may have mentioned this before, but I'll mention it once again. My mother and I were chatting one day and I was really just tired from work. She caught me off guard and asked me, "Um, son, what are you making all this money for? And for who? You're working as if if you had to provide for a family of four or five. I couldn't answer her. I was stumped. I had no idea why I was doing this. Sure, we all got to work, but I didn't know why I was so burned out every day. You know, burned out physically day in, day out. It's like I was on a hamster wheel, like a hamster. Just endlessly running towards nothing. Not only that, they create variety of cultures that not only make people live in fashion, but they also cover up many kinds of sins in the frame of all sort kinds of culture, so that people don't feel guilty at all. For example, they're doing abominations before God, covering drunkenness as a kind of culture, calling it as drinking culture drinking of course as an alcohol to compromise homosexual or transsexual as gender culture they dare to do abomination before God even justifying them at doing such things Uh, I don't know how many of you out there watched the recent uh the most recent star wars movie rise of skywalker um i went and watched it but i remember towards the very end there was a real quick scene where it's near the end um where the resistance fighters were all cheering and celebrating their victory and there was one really odd scene it was a it was two women Hugging and kissing each other. Mouth to mouth. Like like a man and a woman should do. Um, last I remember. This is Disney franchise. So they're in charge of production. Um, obviously. There were young children. Also watching this. So. Without thinking. the The very young. Minds of children these days are getting fed these kind of uh, images and scenes and it may seem perfectly normal to them. But we all know that's not right. Apostle Paul blamed Romans doing such kind abominable things. In Romans chapter 1 verses 24 through 32 he said, wherefore god also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of god into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever amen for this cause god gave them up into unto vile affections, for even their women to change the natural use into that which is against nature, and likewise also to men, leaving the nature use leaving the natural use of them women, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their t- error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do th- those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, Covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding. Covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who know the judgment of God that they commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. We must remember that all of them under the judgment of God, not only for them doing such things, but also for them that have pleasure in them that do them. In other words, all of them are under the judgment of God who do homosexual or transsexual, but also for them that enjoy seeing them that do such things. Um, I've heard youngsters who say God forgives everyone and loves everyone, even homosexuals and transsexuals and the abominable people or people who do abominable things, like mentioned earlier. Well, they're half right. God forgives every sinner. But doesn't love everybody if they don't repent and accept Jesus as their savior and they, I've also heard this is obviously just going down the street um, hardcore preaching, fundamental preaching is too judgmental well I simply read and tell what is written in Bible just as written in Romans chapter 1 from earlier. They see it as, you know, people are judging them. When in fact, it's word of God judging them. Not people. So, hear this. God is always right. So, the Bible is always right. He speaks the truth because he is the truth. So those youngsters, they say it's too harsh, unmerciful, you know. But guess what? I see it as they're self-righteous, you know. That's the gospel that they designed. They want to believe what they, they want to hear what they want to hear, and they want to believe what they want to believe. That's another gospel that they designed. That's another Jesus Another God that they designed. For their own comfort. They want to keep it in their comfort zone. Perhaps they themselves. Put themselves as God. You know. This is why when you have. The education system. I mean all the way up to. College. That's probably the worst. When you think you know a lot of things. Because you have. Your bachelors, masters, or whatever doctoral degree, you think highly of yourself and you put God's word below you. Well, well I know this much, so God's word can't be right. No, it's the other way around. We've been, we've been only here. Let Ask yourself this. How long have you been here on earth? Probably 10, 20, 30 if you're a young man or young woman. Or or, or older if you're an adult in your 40s and plus. But God's word has been here much longer than you and I have been here. And it hasn't changed. It's not going to change. And... It's gonna stay forever. It's it says so in the Bible. This is why God gave us free will. It's up to you to believe him. Nobody's forcing it down your throat. Judgment is all on you in the end. You can't blame anybody. Especially God. You can only blame yourself for it. For not listening, not hearing. Rejecting. It's all up to you. Okay, moving on. As Christians who are born again by the Holy Spirit, we have already departed spiritually from Satan's ruling world and entered the kingdom of God. And were cr- newly created, created for good works. So that we can walk in the Holy Spirit and overcome Satan's forces. In other words, from now on, we do not live in the flesh, so we can overcome spiritual forces of Satan. In the past, our spirit was dead, so that the body was to be Satan's servant, because it could not win the spiritual battle with Satan. But now, it is possible to overcome Satan's power by arming our spirit, filling it with the word of God that is spirit and life ever heard the phrase seeing a dead man walking you know like a zombie the flesh is dead it is already judged too it'll eventually rot away in due time you know man's normally given 70 to 80 years could go sooner Yet, those of us who are saved, our soul is still stuck inside the flesh, right? Until the day we meet Christ Jesus in the new body. Why, you ask? So that we work for the reward prepared for us when we meet him. Once again, remember, salvation is a free gift from God through grace. It's not from what you do. It's not from physical works. Therefore Apostle Paul testified of the way of victory in spiritual warfare against Satan. He said this in Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 18. Finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. As in physical warfare, there are two weapons even in the spiritual warfare. Defense and Offense Only those who have won the war can enjoy enjoy peaceful life in the Holy Spirit. Not only that, we can also enjoy the rewards of God's blessings. Christians who win the spiritual warfare against Satan by faith shall be overcomers of the reward of As we have done when the Lord appears in the future. The reward for Christians is the crown to reign with Christ in his millennium kingdom. For all the listeners out there, especially uh, fellow young men and women, You can learn a lot by reading Proverbs. There are even chapters that tell you about drinking and what it does to you. Matter of fact, even in um, Ephesians as well.